You're listening to Fantasy Broadcast Week 11 2015 NFL season on the Broadcast Network. All right, we are live. Welcome to Shotcast. Jason Blaker here. Um, as always, we're doing our NFL picks for the week. Um, we're doing this live on Periscope, we should say. Follow us on Periscope. Follow us on Periscope. At Chodcast. Um, we are also will be releasing these on SoundCloud and on iTunes, so you can subscribe, download, follow us there. Yes, indeed. And we'll go ahead and jump on into it, as we always do. So Blake and I pick every game and every NFL game each week. We pick um, teams kind of in a draft order, so based on our confidence in the games, we will select those games first to last. Whatever team I pick, Blake is then forced to root for the opposite team. Yep. Uh, we bet $5 on each game, and... That's pretty much it. As Cowboys and Texans fans, respectively, we were forced to pick our team, so I'm forced to take the Cowboys over the Dolphins this week, and Blake is taking the Texans over the Jets, um, for better or worse. Yep. So, we'll start by saying, and, uh, oh, we should say, good update, Blake is winning overall on the season. He whooped my ass one week. It was, like, really, really lopsided, surprisingly. We've been doing this for a lot of years, and it was the most lopsided week we've ever had. Oh, yeah. And uh, this past week, you beat me again 10 points. Last week was kind of a wonky week. There was a lot of upsets. A lot of upsets. Um, You're right. So I'm up $70 to answer your question. 70 bucks. Um, yeah, god damn it. I'm going to have to take out a loan or something. Well, you know, you're going to end up buying your own uh, Elvis Andrews jersey. At least I won that U2 over OU bet earlier yeah, in the year. You did, you did. Although OU just beat Baylor, so quick shout out uh, to my Sooners. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, but they actually look like they might make the playoff. But they have two more tough games, TCU and Oak State. They Anyways, have two very tough games, you're right. So we can move on from there. Week 11, um, we'll get the bye teams out of the way, so these teams won't be playing. We've got the Saints, Browns, Giants, and Steelers all off this week, so we will not be picking those games, obviously. Yep. And we'll start with our teams. My Cowboys have fallen to 2-7, and seven, lost seven fucking games Yeesh. in a row. Um, they're playing the Dolphins in Miami this week. We finally get Romo back. Tony, Tony Odysseus, Scarface, Al Capone, Romo's coming back, baby. He's confident. He posted up on Twitter the minor league quote. He's like, we just got to win the whole fucking thing. Romo's back, baby. That's all. I'm, I'm new confidence, Blake. I'm confident again. We're going to win seven games in a row. We're going to finish nine and seven. We're going to win the <laughs> NFC East. He's saying fly, Eagles, fly. Um, oh, God. <laughs> so, actually, uh, funny you say that. Um, the Dolphins, who the Cowboys are playing this week. Um, they beat your Eagles. Yeah, actually. Fly, Eagles, fly. I, I, picked the, I picked the Eagles last week, and they let me down. Um, you know, Sammy Bradford. Uh, I'm a Sooner fan, so I love the Sooner backfield that they have going on back there. But uh, him getting injured didn't do us any favors. Nope. Mark Sanchez sucks a dick still. Um, now, realistically, that looks pretty bleak for the Cowboys. Uh, the Giants look like, even though they lost to the Patriots on a last-minute field goal, they're probably in firm control of that NFC East division. Yep. Uh, the Dolphins did squeak out a win over the Eagles last week. Uh, it's hard to get a feel for this Dolphins team. They're good one week, bad the next. Um, usually a sign of a bad team, right? If you can't string wins together, can't play consistently, um, especially in a very competitive AFC East division. Um, you know, they're not better than the Bills, not better than the Jets, not better than the Pats, certainly not making the playoffs. Both of these teams probably will not make the playoffs. Although, I will hold out hope for Tony Romo 
and my Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, the Dolphins were a team that we were high on coming into the year, and they haven't lived up to expectations, fired their coach um, early in the season, and uh, the sleeping giant that was uh, quote-unquote awoken hasn't really lived up to expectations. With the interim head coach. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a decent quote. I love it when interim head coaches come in and they've got fiery stuff to say. It's like, this is my moment in the sun. Yeah, they're going to, you know, burn with that quote. But, um, you know, yeah, I mean, I think the line right now is even because everyone's anticipating Tony to do great things coming back. I mean, I really, to be honest with you, in a Cowboys town in which we live, um, I really hope that actually, I'm actually pulling for your, your Cowboys this week. Oh, well, thanks. Um, really because I'm tired of everyone talking about how bad they are and how Tony Romo's the savior. It's been and, depressing, yeah. And things like that. It just hasn't been good. Um, they keep finding new ways to lose games. I, I thought they were out of new ways, and they just invented a new one against the Bucks. You're right. They they did actually. Um, was the final of that game ten to six? Final of that game was ten to six. Similar to my Texans win over the Bengals, You're which right. is a great segment. That was into, a good, yeah, that was a good segue. Good, good segue into my Texans over the Jets this week in my pick. Um, shout out, yeah, again Texans defense looked superb. Um, they played well against Tennessee two weeks ago, and then they had the bye week, got healthy Monday night football. Um, primetime game, they never win in primetime, but I said going into this game, the Texans always play the Bengals tough. Um, I, I do. I did not claim that I was, I was expecting them to win the game by any means, because I don't think anybody was, but it was a, um, we were watching the game together, I was very excited, uh, that, you know, we were able to turn the red rifle into the red rider BB gun. Oh, okay, JJ Watt. Quote, JJ Watt. Um, no, but I, I mean, I, I think it was a great win, um, really boosted morale. Everyone's talking about, does Bill O'Brien belong on this team? Has he lost the team? I think that really um, brought, you know, kind of maybe diminished some doubters in that. And uh, he, he squashed a little bit of haters coming away and being an undefeated team at home. Um, but anyways, it, it was it was a great win, and now I was very impressed. The defense looked great, and now they go in and they face a, a pretty decent Jets team. Yeah. Um, very good Jets defense, which um, with a banged up Hoyer and actually T.J. Yates had led the scoring drive in last week's game. You kind of wonder who's going to actually start at quarterback this week. If Hoyer passes concussion protocol, I'm pretty sure he'll still start. But if he doesn't, then T.J. is going to have the um, be able to grab the bull by the horns there and uh, try to test Daryl Revis and um, this Jets defense. Yeah, I mean, and TJ's, if he does play, he's going to have to learn to throw it to someone other than DeAndre Hopkins. Does he, though? As good of a strategy does as that he? is, it's a little predictable. Yeah, especially whenever um, Putting, Revis is going to yeah. be blanketed over yep. DeAndre all game in that game. I mean, it, fortunately, you are at home, and JJ right. kept talking about how this is, you know, kind of a foundation win for them, something they can build on. Um, and I, I think you might be right. I mean, the Texans looked really good. They looked like they have a new spark, maybe, especially the defense. They were flying around, breaking up passes. The Bengals really had a tough time moving the ball whatsoever. Uh, so you have to be a little excited. Like you said, they're share of the lead. Yeah, the share of the lead in the AFC South. So yeah, who knows? Let's go. Let's go. All right, Chase, who's your first official pick this week? So my first official pick this week, coming off the board, I'm taking the Panthers at home over the Redskins. you got to like dancing Cam Newton. 
He's pissing off mothers everywhere and nine-year-olds. <laughs> He's offending the nation with uh, his dance moves. You read that article too, huh? Uh, people can't keep him out of the end zone. The Panthers are winning games left and right. You talk about a good defense with the Jets. This Panthers defense is probably even better. That linebacking core is the best in National Football League. Um, and even though Captain Kirk Cousins and the Redskins just put up 47 points and lost Rob Ryan his job, we've been ripping on Rob Ryan for weeks and how terrible he is at being a defensive coordinator. Oh, yeah. Um, I like this Panthers team. I think they stay undefeated this week. Hopefully uh, beating the Redskins, helping out my Cowboys, keeping the glimmer of hope alive for us to swipe in and steal the NFC East. Um, not much more to say. I just... You know, as much as this Redskins team has really impressed a lot of people, I think they've been better than advertised, better than expected. Uh, so has this Panthers team, to a much larger degree. By all accounts, they are the best and favorite to win the NFC at this point. Um, just a good-looking team. What kind of record do we have? I don't know. What kind of, I don't even know. Um, we, we, we basically we pick games against each other, and then we try to – we actually bet on each wager – um, I, I have a lot better record this season. <laughs> Chase owes me a lot of money this year. Um, to answer your question, one of the viewers that is asking, we are right 100% of the time. Always 100% of the time. I've never right. once been wrong. Yeah, just like, you know, 30% of the time we're right all the time. I have won a substantial amount of money gambling this year, even though I've had like some big losses. Yeah. I think I'm up overall, so that's that counts. There you go. We know our stuff, huh? <laughs> Don't question us. Well, with your Panthers pick, you know, I you know, that forces me to root for the Redskins. Um, in that I will be rooting for them to put up forty seven points, although I don't think that it will happen against a much improved uh, Panthers defense compared to the New Orleans defense. I'm putting my face. perfect record on the line going out and saying that the Redskins will not put up forty seven points on the Panthers. Well, there you go. I think that's probably a pretty good bet. However, um, keep in mind, the Redskins just held a Saints team to very few points. I believe it was 14 to be exact. You're right. You're right. Um, and it was a very hot Drew Brees to a lot of very hot receivers that he had. Um, Brandon Cooks came away with two scores in that game, but yep. Willie Sneed didn't do anything. He had zero points, so I have him on a fantasy team. Mark Ingram didn't do a whole lot. Um, so, I mean, you're, you're looking at that. It, you know, I'm looking for a Redskins defense to stay, to stand firm, and you I mean you have to think the Panthers are going to lose at some time, right? At some point they're going to lose. So They're going to lose on Thanksgiving to my Cowboys. Why? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, so, you know, Cowboys, I like this new guy. Welcome. Welcome to the <laughs> Man, that's definitely the most exclamation points I've seen next to Cowboys this season. <laughs> Cowboys. Uh, Two and seven, we're coming, baby. Oh, God. Anyways, uh... <laughs> So I get so we'll go to my next pick. Yeah, let's do it. Um, glad there is a Cowboys fan in the house. I have a fellow Texan here. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I'm a Texans fan though, so you know. Um, so you got my next pick is going to be the Seahawks over the 49ers. Um, 49ers again are just really bad this year. Seahawks haven't lived up to expectations either. Um, still crippling offensive line, but I think that they're probably going to the. Uh, Legion of Boom is going to uh, give Blaine Gabbard a little bit of hell this week. Yeah, I don't. The Legion of Boom, man, I'm not so sure anymore. They gave up like 39 points to the Cardinals. The 12th man. It was so tough to play in Seattle the past couple of years, and the Cardinals just rolled in there, had a come from behind victory. Carson Palmer is about as old as both of us combined, and he's still throwing like he's a Heisman winner. Yeah. 
I, don't, I mean, I'm certainly not picking the 49ers, or I wouldn't. Um, I think this is a fine pick. The Seahawks still are at home. They still very much need a win if they want to keep their season alive. Um, and the Niners are not very good. <laughs> you know, you have to bench your quarterback. Niners are just awful. Carlos Hyde's been so. hurt. Reggie Bush has been hurt. They tried to bring in Pierre Thomas. They've already cut him. They had that guy from Australia. All, the of, their, player. all of their defensive players retired before the year. Um, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. One of the users is saying, as expected, and, and we all kind of saw this coming. Uh, again, more surprisingly, is the Seahawks um, being bad this year, but this ought to be a game they can win. So we'll move on to my next pick. I'm going to take the Chiefs over the Chargers. Um, the Chargers are playing at home, if you can call it a home field advantage. You, you and can't. I, you, <laughs> you can't. really can't. Nope. You're, you were telling me earlier that one of your buddies went to the Chargers-Raiders game. He's yep. a Chargers fan and said it was just like three-fourths of the stadiums filled with Raiders fans. Yep. Um, it's so loud in there that Phillip Rivers has to use a silent count when he's on offense. It's insane. This team is already halfway packed its bags and off to L.A. Yep. The Chargers really suck. Poor Phil Rivers has never been on a good team, even though he is a very competent quarterback in the league. And the Chiefs, as much as we tried to pour dirt on them earlier in the year, they... Uh, by all accounts, they seem like they're back. You know, they've, they've won two games by a lot of points. They blew out the Broncos. Didn't just beat them. They blew them out. Uh, four picks for Peyton Manning, and all of a sudden he's got this injury. It's, you know, it's like, oh, Peyton Manning sucks. We started him. Oh, maybe we shouldn't have done that. Four picks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they yeah, just absolutely they demolished him. So maybe this Chiefs team still has some life. Uh, Charkandrick West, the Pokemon, came in and replaced with Jamal Charles, and he's been tearing it up. If you pick them up on a fantasy team, that's been going well for you, as it has for myself. Yep. Um, and this Chargers team just, you know, hasn't been able to get over the hump. They've been in a lot of close games this year. And again, I think Philip Rivers is, Phillip Rivers is still leading the league in passing yards. And uh, well, really, <laughs> it just I mean, hasn't amounted to much for them this yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, really, I think Philip Rivers is the only person on that team that cares. The fans certainly don't. The city of San Diego definitely doesn't care. Um, it's I like think, 75 degrees every day in San Diego. How could you possibly care? Yeah, you know, they're just living on a beach. It's like putting another time. professional team in LA. Nobody's going to give a shit. Yeah, no, I mean, exactly. What was our what was our record last week? Um, last week was a crazy week. There's a lot of upsets. There, um, it was. Last week and week two were definitely the worst gambling weeks for the NFL, just in the amount of upsets that there were. I ended up... I don't think a lot of people picked the lines over the Packers. I don't think a lot of people pick the Chiefs over the Broncos. No, I think you're right. Um, you know, I there. Yeah, we should, we should I mean, have an exact number, but I, I think I've, I missed start, pretty, pretty much all of my picks last week. So if you just tuned in, I mean, the deal is is Chase and I pick games. We basically do like a, a draft order of picking the most confident yep. games um, that we are, and then we bet. Basically, we're forced that the other one's forced to root for the other team, and we put five dollars on each game. That's more of a competition against ourselves, so. Yeah. Blake um, is actually we, beating my ass on the season. He's up $70 <laughs> overall. I'm up $70 overall so far, so um, what does that correlate to? 14 picks there. So I, I have gotten 14 more picks right or less wrong than uh, uh, <laughs> Jake sounds, sounds really bad when you say like that. <laughs> if you want to look at it like a keeping track. But we will keep track, and we'll keep you guys, um, we'll keep you guys stay tuned. Um. Exactly. I have to pick the Cowboys every week, yeah, and so that's, well, that's, you know, seven games right there. Well, and I have to pick the Texans every week, so, I mean, I'm not doing a whole lot better, yeah. but... 
Um, so we have a we have a Saints fan in the house. We'll uh, we'll jump to our Saints game just to keep you keep you entertained. Okay, we can do that. Um, well, actually, the Saints are on by this week, so we can't do that. No, can't do that. <laughs> I just realized. Um, catch us next week, and we'll we'll bring you our insights, and we'll talk a little bit talk a little Saints for you. Um, actually, next week is Thanksgiving. Yeah, that is the Saints will be playing the Texans. I'll actually be at that football game, so I'll be able to bring some some pretty good perspective to you if you, if you tune yeah, in. The Rob Ryanless Saints. If you tune in, yeah, absolutely. It probably will be an improved defense without uh, without Rob Ryan. Raider Nation in the house. Yeah, hey, you got to watch us more often because we've been riding the Raider bandwagon this season. Um, so subscribe to us and catch uh, catch all of our talk about the. I've got the Raiders, the Raiders this, this week. You do have the Raiders this week. Uh, we'll actually jump to the Raiders. We'll talk about the Raiders for you. All right, here. yeah, no, I'm taking the Raiders going into Detroit over the Lions. The Lions somehow pulled a win out of their ass against the Packers. I have no idea how the hell that happened. Still don't totally understand. The final score was 18-16. to 16. Uh, What the fuck? 18-16? to 16. Yeah, you know. Does not make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> not even a real NFL score. These The new kicking rules have a lot of wonky scores happening. Um, I like it. But I like this Raiders team. You and I have been excited about the Raiders all year. They're a good young team. Derek Carr is uh, miles ahead of where he was last year. Um, Amari Cooper looks great. You know, running back looks solid. The defense has been pretty good. Um, and this Lions team has just really, been really bad. I still have no idea how they went into Lambeau and won a game. Somebody was saying that Mason Crosby blew the game, and, and he did. But at the same time, if you're the Packers, you're Aaron Rodgers, you're you the best get, quarterback in the league. You need to score more than 16 points yeah. against the fucking Lions. you so. got to get more than 16 out of Aaron against the bad defense. I like the Raiders, even though they are going into Detroit. I think the Raiders are still in contention for a playoff spot. I think this team is fiery. I like Jack Del Rio, surprisingly. Um, and that's that's what I'm going with. Do you have any thoughts on that Raiders-Lions uh, game? No, I mean, again, Raiders... Um, somebody mentioned the uh, Bengals finally lost to the Texans. So I'm a Texans fan. We, we talked about that, um, I don't know, about 15 minutes ago. I was uh, tooting my horn about that. But um, the Raiders... And the reason why I mentioned, I mentioned the Texans deal is I actually really like Derek Carr. Um, and if you watched the Monday night game last night, they showed a video of while well, David or they showed a picture of David Carr getting drafted uh, by the Texans and Derek Carr's you know a little ten year old kid. Uh, I really like Derek Carr, but I'm I mean he would never worked out in Houston just because of his last name. Um, the fans would immediately hated him. Just hate I mean hating the last name. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting a lot of we're a lot of hearts for that, but um, but you, know, you, you guys would you guys would have been better off drafting him. Well, yeah, maybe you know. He would have gotten he would have gotten no love in Houston, but he, I mean again you mentioned Amari Cooper um, having a great rookie season, probably the best rookie receiver out of the class this year. Um, Mr. Mediocre at best, Michael Crabtree's been having a big year too. Michael Crabtree, and you know he has a quarterback that's getting the ball pretty well. I think you mentioned your defense needs to step up. Hundred percent agree with you. Um, once that defense solidifies, I think the Raiders will be a significant threat um, in the NFL. Not sure who's Hoyer, uh, who's better, Hoyer or Yates. Um, we'll definitely keep track of our picks. Follow us and follow and uh, watch us every Tuesday night. Yeah, we, we have we'll all keep, of our picks up this. on SoundCloud and iTunes as well. So We are. You can subscribe to our iTunes channel or download the podcast um, every week if you want to listen to the whole thing at your own leisure as well. Um, Who you got next? Let's see. Where are we at? So I'm going to go ahead and take the Patriots over. You put the Patriots over Rex Ryan. I like that because uh, Buffalo is Rex Ryan right now. Well, that's now. how they're pitching on ESPN. It's like, who wants yeah. to end the Patriots' perfect season? 
No one wants it more than Rex Ryan. Yeah, just like nobody... Like, Rex Ryan made this whole stink in the Jets game. And, you know, it's just Rex Ryan this, Rex Ryan that. Um, you wouldn't even know that Tyrod Taylor, their, you know, young quarterback, is having a great season. Um, even though, you know, not, uh, you know, barring the couple injuries that he's had. He's missed a few games. But he's actually had a really good season without a whole lot of wa- uh, weapons. Um, Sammy Watkins is back in the cut. I think he's, he's finally completely healthy. I think he's probably what finally what healthy. Um, he's producing like he's normally, and that defense is always a scare. Um, with that said, I picked the Patriots over Rex Ryan because um, Buffalo is exactly that. It's Rex Ryan. It's a joke. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, the Patriots, again, they're 9-0. They do have a little bit of an Achilles heel going on right now. Um, Julian Edelman is their leading receiver. Just got injured. Yep. Broken foot. He's out. He's not going to play against Buffalo. And then Deion Lewis is still out. And they have a very ailing offensive line right now. Um, they're just kind of plug and play and trying to put a band-aid over the situation until they can get some of their better guys healthy. Um, it'll be really interesting to see what Mario Williams can do against that Patriots offensive line. Um, if he can really get after Tom and disrupt some of those passes, but I expect a pretty quick release to so Mario doesn't get to him too often. Yeah, I, I mean, you kind of did a whole lot of talking good about the Bills, not so good about the Patriots. So no, I, I mean, kind of like my chances here. I mean, the Patriots are the Patriots. They're not. They, you know, they have to go into Foxborough. It's, it's Bill Belichick and it's Tom Brady. Right, like, and so that's your best argument for this game. Yeah. Um, but the Bills did play them tough earlier in the year. That was probably, aside from the Giants game this past weekend, yep. um, the Patriots' closest game in their undefeated start to the season. And um, if anybody's, I don't know, I just I like this Bills team. I think LaShawn McCoy looks great lately. I don't think I would have picked the Bills. I think yeah. the Patriots is a safe pick. But um, I do think yeah. you're right. I think losing Deion Lewis and Edelman really hurts them. They're going to have to be leaning on Amendola pretty hard. Um, I don't think this Brandon game will fell. be near as high scoring as the first matchup that they had. I think it was into the high 30s and 40s the first time they played. Um, it's also getting colder outdoors in Foxborough. Yeah. I'd look for this to be a low-scoring game, um, especially with this Bills defense teeing off. They're going to be sending a lot of people at Brady, even though Brady's made his whole career you know, dismantling the blitz. So that'll be a good one on Monday night. Definitely one that we'll watch. Yeah, and you know... Rex, I mean, we, we talked about him a little bit. He does have a lot of experience against this Patriots team. He has a lot of but, experience uh, listening to the Patriots But as he well. has a lot of experience. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. So I think Belichick is going to um, get Rex Ryan's goat here. And I'm, I'm interested to see what kind of antics he's going to be able to pull up his, pull out of his sleeve this year or this week. Um, yes, we, yeah, Brady against New York. Definitely a clutch drive. I actually took the over in that game, and I, a couple of those, uh, I've actually, I bet the over on it, and a couple of those touchdowns, we do give fantasy advice. Um, you have to catch us later in the week, and we'll, we'll talk some fantasy with you, so subscribe to us and uh, get an alert whenever we're online. Yeah, so every Sunday morning before the games, we try to get on and um, do stardom or sit if you have any last-minute questions, who to put at your flex, who yep. to put at wide receiver, quarterback, anything. Chase and I both play in several leagues, probably too many leagues, to be honest with you. Um, thanks for following. We thanks appreciate for it. following. We appreciate the support. Um, I, I think I'm playing in five leagues this year. You're playing in four. Um, but, uh, you know, thanks again. Thanks for following. Um, and, you know, it's me and you, like one and two in all of those leagues. Yeah, well. I know. We're, I mean, <laughs> I, we're, I was looking at the standings this week and I was like, well, I mean, like, just play way too much fantasy. We're, we're definitely up there. We, <laughs> we follow a lot of football. Um, 
I'm, I listen to sports talk radio all the time. We just when we read articles, I mean, we're always involved in the sports world. We love that's why we love to do it, and that's actually why we do this podcast is because we enjoy doing it. We like talking sports and fantasy and anything uh, anything that's on your guys' minds. We really enjoy chatting with you. Yeah. So again, thanks for tuning in. We're we just got into this Periscope thing, and it's been a big boost for our whole podcast. Um, yeah. We've really been enjoying it. So thanks y'all. Thank all. Thank you guys for watching. I'm stuttering. I'm so flattered here. All right. So <laughs> for my next pick, I've got the Cardinals at home over the Bengals. Um, this Cardinals team has been really impressive. Aside from a couple of little speed bumps, they've lost some games that people wouldn't have expected against the Rams earlier in the year against the Steelers uh, when Big Ben was hurt. But since then, they've looked really great. Um, they're a very well-rounded team. Um, and I don't know. This is, this is probably one of the yeah. better games of the week. Very competitive game against the Bengals, but the Cardinals are at home. I um, was really impressed with the way that they played last week. I like Carson Palmer as long as he's staying healthy. Um, Chris Johnson looks good. When Andre Ellington isn't hurt, I think he's one of the better running backs in the league. The guy's just super he's explosive. Shifty. He's shifty. Yep. That, run, that touchdown that he got at the end of the game against the Seahawks was great. Um, Larry Fitzgerald looks freaking amazing again. He doesn't look like he's aged a bit. And um, they might be missing Michael Floyd in this game, so they're going to be relying a little bit more on John Brown. Right. Um, but he's a good deep threat for them, and Carson's been able to get him the ball pretty effectively this year. And I think your Texans just really exposed this Bengals team this past week. I think they yeah, showed they a lot of weakness in Andy Dalton. Um, I think Andy Dalton has tough playing in big spots. We've seen that time and time again throughout his career, especially in later in the season. Um, I don't know. This ought to be a really good game. I'm excited to watch this one, but... Gun to my head, I picked the Cardinals. Yeah, JJ definitely did show up, um, as he does most weeks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I agree. Until, until he got kicked in the balls on the last. Oh job. yeah, that was rough. I was glad. I, was like, oh, I don't know if I can talk about this on ESPN, but I was uh, glad that they didn't get a snap off for the two minute warning because they got back in there. That was bad. Yeah, but, I was like, shit, dude, you gotta get back in the game. I don't give a fuck about your balls. Yeah, because you know, Andy was trying to play a game winning drive there. Um, but, no, I mean, I think you're right. The Bengals are going to have to travel cross-country um, to Arizona. Time difference, whatever, they do it all the time. However, they have a shorter week, and um, because they did play Monday night, they have less preparation to play against this Cardinals team. The Cardinals are probably a better team than my Texans. Um, they are playing in Arizona. I mean, again, like maybe J.J. Ex- you know, exposed them a little bit. I don't think the Cardinals have quite the pass rushers that the Texans do, but they have a better secondary. And... Um, It'll be interesting. You saw Tyler Eifert have a lot of drops in that game. Yeah, you figure he won't do that again. He pro- he, he's probably he's, he's been sure-handed the whole season. The tough thing so. for the Bengals, man, I, granted that was the most I had watched a full game of them, is that they just don't seem to have much of a running game. I know Jeremy Hill was kind yeah. of supposed to be the feature back early in the year. And then Giovanni Bernard's been taking over a lot of the touches. But yeah. he's really more of like kind of an option back. He's He catches the ball out of the backfield. He's not like, you know, they used to have Ben Jarvis Green Ellis, the law firm, and they'd hand him the ball and pick up three, four yards of carry. Yeah. And when you're just relying on Andy Dalton to throw, 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 try to get it to A.J. Green, um, your offense gets a little bit one-sided, a little bit predictable, and I think this Cardinal defense is going to have a field day. I mean, the Cardinal defense is every bit as good as the Texans is, if not better. Yeah, probably better. I, I don't know. I, I really like this Cardinals team. I think they're very well-rounded, for sure a contender in the NFC. I agree with you. I mean, I, I think somebody mentioned it could go either way. I, I agree with you. I mean, really, this is going to be um, – it's kind of cool because it's like a second-tier AFC versus second-tier NFC, in my opinion, like right now. Sure, yeah. Um, so I, I think that winner of this game pretty you much figure both of these teams will the make playoffs. the playoffs. Exactly. Right, right. I think, um, you know, both the teams make the playoffs, and winner of the game really 
um, kind of drives a heart through the stake and uh, or stake through the heart, I should say, <laughs> in their way to a uh, NFL postseason spot. Um, enough talk about the Cardinals and the Bengals. I my next pick is going to be the Falcons over the Colts. Um, who's the most disappointing fantasy player, excluding injured players? I'd say potentially either. Actually, also um, you know, I bring up Jeremy Hill. Jeremy Hill and um, C.J. Anderson. Yeah, is another one. I'd say both of those guys. Actually, there's one it's been a brutal year in fantasy for running backs. Yeah, just overall, it's been tough to. I think one of my leagues, I've got Jeremy Langford and Sharkandrick West on that team. And Alfred Morris is another good one, yeah. It's like I'm crushing the league now with these two guys I hadn't even heard of when the season started. And that's how fantasy goes sometimes. Yeah, I mean, and I, the reason why I didn't mention Alfred Morris is nobody was really taking him in the first or second round this I year. did have him like four <laughs> leagues. Um, and, and all yeah, of a sudden the Redskins were like, yeah, no, we really like this rookie running back. Yeah, Matt Jones. Yeah. Um, I was well, like, sweet. Yeah, no, everybody was talking <laughs> about that shit. Um, they pay all these guys so much money to know everything about what's going on in the league, and then the Redskins are like, yeah, no, we got this rookie. He's great. We're going to go ahead and bench Alf. He's been like a pro bowler the past three years. Yeah, well. I was like, what? It was kind of crazy. Um, you mentioned Devontae Freeman, huge pickup. Um, I actually drafted him in a couple leagues, so I was fortunate enough to have him early, but I, I agree with you. I really liked – actually, the reason why I drafted him is because I really liked him in Hard Knocks a couple seasons ago, and I thought that with Steven Jackson out of the mix and you have an offense that can get the ball to Julio Jones, it's going to expose a lot of gaps for the running game. Hence why I drafted Devontae Freeman, and it ended up turning out really great for me um, in those leagues that I did draft. You know, Blake, this is a great segue into your next pick. Because I picked the Falcons over the Colts this week. Um, So this, oh, that's a tough one. Tevin Coleman was uh, the preseason kind of favorite. They thought he was going to get the majority, the lion's share of the the, um, carries. I just didn't think he was as proven as Devontae was throughout his reps and things like that. Um, but so, I mean, again, I picked the Falcons over the Colts this week. Um, this is a little bit of a homer pick because I have to root against the Colts anyways with them being tied with my Texans yeah, I mean, what the fuck in the is AFC going on South. With the Falcons, you think? Well, you know, um, I don't know. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. I was in Minnesota, and for whatever reason, Matt Ryan was in Minnesota whenever he That's had, right. He Blake has an ongoing Miami. theory that Matt Ryan is getting some strange in Minneapolis. He saw him on a plane there. I did. He had a game the next day. He did have a game the next day. Maybe Matt, Matt Ryan is getting some strange pushy in Minneapolis. Um, and I would not. I wouldn't. I would to believe it was him, except he went up to the um, the stewardess and said, yeah, I'm Matt Ryan. So I was like, okay, you look exactly like him too. It can't be a coincidence. Um, <laughs> Hasselbeck did get it done when luck was out, um, but they played inferior teams, and I think that with this being in Atlanta, the Falcons are going to figure it out. They're coming off a of bye week. They're going to be a little, you know, all those bumps and bruises are going to be back. They're going to be healthy. Matt Ryan has a week and a half to prepare for a Colts defense that is um, less than uh, less than stellar. Less than stellar, we'll say. Um, but really, I think that Matty Ice and Julio Jones are just going to really get it done this week. And um, the Colts are coming off a bye, but their starting quarterback still hurt. So, I mean, I don't know. That's my uh, that's that's my bargaining there. That's my that's my um, injured kidneys. Anyways, that's um, a brutal one. They said he was like one or two grades away from having his kidneys shattered. Yeah, that that's how bad that Colts offensive line is. Andrew the Giant Luck almost got his kidneys shattered. Those broken ribs have been digging into him all season. <laughs> um, Brutal. No, I mean, again, and then Devontae Freeman. The Colts can't stop anything. They're not going to be able to stop Julio. They're not going to be able to stop Devontae. Um, I, I really think that the Falcons are just going to 
They're going to take this one. Yeah, hopefully the Falcons get back to the way they were playing at the beginning of the year. I was all on board for Dan Quinn to win Coach of the Year. You I were, really thought that this was a great job, turning this team around one year. Started out you know, they sucked last year. Their defense was terrible. The defense looked a lot better. I don't know. Maybe he's the reason why the Seahawks are bad this year. You know, that defense in Seattle just doesn't look the same without old Dan Quinn. So, um, I think that's a fair pick. Falcons playing at home over the Colts. Colts have been, you know, very, very hard to gauge and understand this year. And like one of the viewers was saying, they've almost been better with Matt Hasselbeck, which is insane. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there is something to say that the Colts did before the bye week. They did beat Denver. Um, But, you know... I don't. It's. I mean, they did. They did beat Denver, but then Kansas City just beat the shit out of Denver too. So, I mean, Peyton's not very good. You know, it, he's really ailing in his old age. But God, do you think we're experts at this? Because it's another great segue into my next pick. Into your next pick is the Broncos. I have the Broncos going into Chicago over the Bears. I had a tough time with this pick. I think the Bears are actually weighing one point in Soldier Soldier Field. Yeah, they, uh The Bears have won a couple games in a row. They've looked kind of feisty ever since uh, Matt Forte went out, which is surprising. Jay Cutler looks to be back in midseason form, as it is midseason after all. Um all that being said, though, I like this Bear, this Broncos team still. I still yeah, think they have a great defense. Um, you know, the defense will bounce back after having a tough couple of weeks. Uh, even without Peyton in the game, I think Brock Osweiler probably won't throw four interceptions the way that Peyton did against the Chiefs. Um, I think all he'll have to do is kind of manage the game a little bit, get the ball to, to Demarius Thomas, hand it off to Ronnie Hillman, and kind of let the defense take its toll on Jay Cutler. I think they're going to pressure him a lot. I think Jay Cutler will make a lot of mistakes. Um, and I just think the Broncos game is a little bit more tailored to playing an outdoor game in Chicago, oddly enough. Even though that will be a home game, the fans will probably be fired up because the Bears have been playing better than people yeah. thought they would at this point in the year. But I don't know. I Like I said, I had a tough time picking this one, but I had to go with the Broncos. You know, I'm really on the fence on this one, too, and that's why I let you pick. <laughs> I saved it for you to pick. <laughs> Um, you have a you have a rising Bears team. I think you know we buried them a few weeks ago. Um, I mean, I think I think Justin Lanford's playing really good and filling in for for uh, Matt Forte. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Whenever they were on Monday night, Gruden about creamed himself talking about how great Justin Lankford was and or Jeremy Jeremy Lankford Justin. Anyways, he was like, oh man, he's blocking out of the backfield. He's catching the ball. He's running great. He really does look good, and I was surprised to see that he came in and filled in so easily for Matt Forte. Um, I don't know. Take that for what you will. I just think this Bears defensive or the Broncos defensive line is way too good. I think they're going to give the Bears a lot of trouble in this game. One of our viewers just asked if they would start the Cardinals D or the Falcons D this week. Um, just to answer that real quick. Personally, I would score. I would pick the Cardinals D. Um, just because they're scoring defense, actually. So, I mean, they will give up some points, but they also they have a lot of pick sixes, fumble recoveries, things like that. Um, and the Bengals showed last night on Monday Night Football that uh, a good defense can definitely stop that offense. Yeah. And um, Typically, as a rule, when you're trying to pick a, a defense, you want to pick the team that turns the other team over the most. Yeah. You know, it's the NFL, the rules are tailored as such that there's going to be a bunch of points scored, and so immediately you're going to be dropping from those starting 10 points that you get if you're playing in an ESPN league. Um, And all you can hope for is that they're going to get some fumbles, get some interceptions. If you're strictly relying on your defense to hold a team low in points, as the course of the year goes on, that gets more and more difficult just because, you know, in the NFL, typically games are going to be at least 24 points, if not more, um, 
just the way the game goes, especially late in games. If a team's down, they start throwing it a lot. Yep. You get a lot of garbage time points, on and on and on. Um, so I agree with Blake. Cardinals D. Cardinals D. All right, we're on the same page on that one. Um, just to sum up this Broncos-Bears deal, I mean, again, I'm on the fence on it. I mean, you have Brock Osweiler. He's a big unknown in that. Um, but you also have a 7-2 and two Broncos team playing a 4-5 and five Bears team, I believe they are now. And we buried them a couple weeks ago, but they've really seen the resurgence since Cutler came back from the injury. He's playing a lot better. Um, Alshon Jeffrey is still a great receiver, one of the best in the league. Yeah. Um, and the Bears are at home. Um, the Broncos, I th- really, I think the key for the Broncos is if they can get – hey, absolutely, thanks for watching – um, really, I think the Broncos, if they can get a uh, – the Broncos D has carried them all season. So I think really their Achilles heel in this game is they need to run the football. Um, Brock Osweiler isn't going to be able to throw the ball 50 times a game and come away with a win. Um, but I think that uh, they really need to get either C.J. Anderson or Ronnie Hillman going in that game to um, set the tone for and keep Jay Cutler and Alshon Jeffrey off of the football field. That's what I'm hoping will happen. Um, so go. my next pick, uh, we got three picks left here. My next pick, I'm going to take the Eagles over the Bucks. I was hesitant to do this. Um, the Eagles are at home. I took the Eagles last week, and they fucked me because <laughs> <laughs> the, the damn Miami Dolphins uh, came back and, you know, freaking, yes, yeah, freaking Sanchez. Yeah, Blake, Sam Bradford I know, I know, and I'm a, I'm a Sooner fan, so like, I've been picking the Eagles because of the Sooner backfield, homer pick. Uh, personally, I was shocked. I, I thought it was the biggest surprise of the whole NFL season that Sam Bradford got hurt. Yeah. No one saw it coming. <laughs> well, he's like, you know, he's had the healthiest career of any quarterback he in has. the NFL. He's like Brett Favre comparison. Um <laughs> No, but anyway. I mean, all the Eagles did was trade a perfectly good quarterback for a guy with two knee surgeries. I thought it was a great idea. Oh, you mean the perfectly good quarterback that just got benched for I mean, no, that's Case Keenum? We don't have to talk about it that. It was third string on a Texans team two we years to, ago that couldn't field a quarterback. Anyways. Um, no, I mean, I just, I, I'm just i not bought into the Bucks team yet. I don't, you know... I know that they're playing better. They've won some games that they, you know, were questionable if they should have won or not. Famous Jameis, man. I'm just Mike Evans. I'm just not bought in. You never know. Like Jameis Winston could, you know, go shoot somebody between now and Sunday. Hey. And, well, yeah, I'm not <laughs> saying I hope it happens, but you Come just on, never know. Man. The guy's a freaking loose cannon. Um, he had a game-winning touchdown. He beat my Cowboys. Are you happy about that? No, or? I'm not happy, but I thought he looked pretty good. <laughs> Um, yeah, you're right. They should have lost last week to Dallas, but Chase's quarterback situation wasn't going so well for him last week. Matt Castle's not getting it done. We cut Brandon Whedon this week. Yeah. Um, We're cutting everybody. Yeah. We're just going to start Greg Hardy at quarterback this week, I think, actually. He's going to carry, like, a a bag of beaten bitches behind him, and then he's just going <laughs> to be throwing the ball. He's going to be chunking it. He's going to be, like, hitting wives as he's throwing the ball oh, going down the field. Wow. Jerry Jones is going to be cheering him on the whole way. I'm just leaning into it at this point. Just go for it, Greg Hardy. Just full fuck you. Fuck everybody. Don't listen to the haters. You're a great person. Whatever they tell you. Jesus Christ. And DeAndre DeAndre Jordan's just the heat double, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, my goodness. Um, That's our leader. (laughs) You do you, Greg Hardy. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so, yeah, I'm taking the Eagles over the box. So I'll, uh, I'll let you pick that. Your la- yeah, your I like the muscle there. hamster and Jamis Winston. Maybe Whatever. you do. Maybe you do. I'm it's on a, board. I mean, we're back down to slim pickings this week, and we mentioned that after the first few picks this week, it was you had some coin flip games, and um, really I'm hoping my coin flip flips, no, uh, I just, flips I just, on the home team and the Eagles. 
In all seriousness, I think Jameis Winston's done a good job managing the game, and he hasn't turned the ball over, which is typically what a rookie quarterback's going to do. They're going right. to give the ball up and do some stupid stuff, and he hasn't done a lot of losing his team the game this year, which has been surprising. You're right. Um, okay, so for my last pick in this week 11 picks for the Chadcast, me and you, um, I'm taking the Vikings at home over the Packers. Another great game, probably one of the better games this week. I love the NFC North. If not the best game, yeah. top three for sure. Um, <clears throat> you know, I again, I had trouble picking this game. The Vikings have looked great lately. The Packers have been sliding. Um, so it's been kind of tough to get a gauge on either of these teams. Adrian Peterson had over 200 yards. yards. He's leading the league in rushing. Back to himself. Uh, Bridgewater, very similar to Jameis, has done a great job managing games this year. I don't yep. think he's done a lot to win any games, but hasn't um, lost him either. He's not turning it over. Gonna be a great game. And the Packers, I just like I don't know what happened to Rodgers. I don't. You lose at home against the Lions. It's just I can't. I'm not picking you. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, just the most. Like it's just disgraceful. How many yards is AP going to have this week? Predictions. Um, and this Packers defense is not good. So I think, you know, Adrian Peterson is primed to have another big well, one. I don't think the Packers defense is that bad, honestly. I think their struggles have been on the offensive side of the ball recently. Um, they, I mean, their, their defense actually won them a couple games before they went on this losing streak because Rodgers wasn't getting it done. Uh, but it is inconsistent. I would say AP puts up... For sure, 100 yards. I'm going to say 105. I'm going to say 105. Yeah? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be crazy. I don't think it's going to be a crazy amount. I think the Packers, I think uh, Clay Matthews is going to do enough to contain. Uh, so he's not going to go for 206 like he did this, this no, past no, week. No. But I'm saying 105. We AP. had somebody asking about early MVP record. candidates. you like AP for MVP? or? I uh, I don't know if you remember, but we did a preseason predictions. We did? And my bold prediction of this season was AP was going to come back and say, fuck you to the world and win MVP this season. That's right. Um, I don't know if you know if I'm 100%. I mean, I'm still supporting that decision because I think he definitely can be. I don't know if he's the front runner right this second, but he's in the hunt, you know. It's been such a strange year. It's kind of tough. I, you know, a lot of people have been saying Cam Newton. And Cam Newton, it, I don't know. It's, it's not like he's had a great year statistically. Sure, the Panthers are undefeated, and people are surprised by that, but... I don't think that Cam Newton's been the best player in the league. Like, I'm not sure you could take Cam Newton and then put him on another team and suddenly they're going to be two, three wins better. Whereas with Adrian Peterson, as you're saying, you know, that guy's been running the ball for over 100 yards every game. He's yep. been putting his team in position to win. And you can see it. Like, the Vikings weren't the playoff team last year, and now it's looking like if they can beat the Packers, they're going to take a very strong hold over the NFC North. Absolutely. Um, and you've been on the frickin' uh, the Vikings all year? I've been on the Vikings bandwagon I have all not been year. All year, and you took my pick this week. You took my Vikings. Um, no, I mean, they're leading the NFC North. You know, everyone was saying the Green Bay was the best team in the league, and they were for a while, right? I mean, they, they just really were. Um, but I, I really do, I think they're, you know, I was talking so Vikings much about how the Cardinals are well-rounded, and I think the Cardinals and the Vikings probably are the most well-rounded teams in the NFC. Yeah. Um, I'd say the Panthers, but their their offense is just so hit or miss, and they have to rely on their defense quite a bit. So, well, you taking the Vikings in your pick? I mean, I'm going to be rooting for Aaron Rodgers to get out of this slump that he's had. Um, 
I am starting Devontae Adams in a couple fantasy leagues this week just because my receivers were slim pickings. But uh, so yeah. I'm looking to have him. Have a, you know, hoping he has yeah, a lot Eddie Lacy needs to stop eating so many freaking cheeseburgers. He got benched last <laughs> week, and everybody's in the fantasy world was so excited. James Starks is the new running back. Pick him up. It's going to be great. It wasn't great. And Eddie Lacy's <laughs> been like, hey, don't don't make fun of my weight, cuz. Like, he's getting all mad at people for riding him. It's like, dude, you're a professional fucking athlete. Like, just go to the, hit the gym. Yeah. Maybe start doing some vegan diet. Like, call up Arian Foster and see if he has some advice for yes. you, you fat fuck. Jesus Christ, Eddie Lacy. All these Alabama running backs. I guess Mark Ingram's had a good year, but... Like, what the hell happens after they leave Alabama? Yeah, no, it, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, Mark Ingram. Uh, so, it's, <laughs> That's what you're so anyways. Uh, we got on a tangent there. So, um, <laughs> every is bad indeed. He is, he is. Um, alright, so every week we do a, do we say it? A garbage fire, a garbage game, of fire of game of the week. Um, so that's actually our last pick this week. Um, our garbage fire game of the week this week is the Jags. Titans game on Thursday night football. Garbage fire, meaning that like you, if you get too close to it, you might become dumber from having watched it. Yeah, it's just it's like a garbage if fire. you're near it, you're just like your IQ drops a couple of points. Um, so if you do not have uh, NFL Network, definitely don't buy it this week because you don't need to see this Jags Titans game. It's gonna be <laughs> freaking horrible. Uh, but not has to mention to... these Thursday night games are always fucking awful. Yeah, yeah, they're not very good usually. Um, but I'm, uh, somebody has to pick this game and I got stuck with the draw end of the stick, I guess here. So I'm taking the Jags at home over the Titans. Um, Blake Bortles hasn't looked awful. Alan Hearns has caught a touchdown. That's what I'm talking about. Um, Alan Hearns has caught a touchdown in his past yeah, was, six games, Blake I think. Blake Bortles is like 2,500 um, yards. He's like got seven more or eight more touchdowns and interceptions. Yeah. So, you know, um, he still looks like a fucking idiot, but he's a pretty good quarterback, I think. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's he's been a good kind of the year of the young quarterbacks. All these old guys are getting hurt. Their defense is just shit. Um, so, I mean, they're getting benched, you know. Kaepernick era is over. Russell Wilson looks like a different guy. It's like all these up and comers got Derek Carr, famous Jameis. Mariota's looked pretty good. I'm not, I'm not on the famous Jameis train yet. But uh, Tony, dude, he's pretty I mean, good. You know, he might be better than I'm thinking. I, I'm a hater, though. Um, well, that was that was it, guys. So I mean, I think that the Titans' defense is better than the Jags' defense, but I'm taking the Jags' offense, anyways. Um, I, you know, I actually I wouldn't have been that mad about the um, the Bortles pick in Houston. I think he's pretty good. He definitely be better than what we're working with right now. Um, our uh, yeah, I'm not someone James either. Thank you. See, you know, well, you got to be thinking that Jadavian Clowney is somebody, like one of the worst number one draft picks overall ever at this point. You yeah, know? so he sat 14 games and he's played in 11, but he really's played like half of half of those 11. I think it was pretty telling during hard more. knocks when like Bill O'Brien couldn't come out and say that he's just a dumb shit, but he basically <laughs> said in so many words, he's like, he just doesn't have a whole lot up here. Him <laughs> and his butt chin, he was like, ah, he's just kind of a stupid son of a bitch. I think that might have a lot to do with why Jadavian Clowney's not working out. Well, you know, they came out with a really big win last night, so then they didn't need to Jadavian, so... Well, I'm saying if you have a number defense, one pick, normally you want to take advantage I, of that. Well, there's been there's probably been worse number one picks. Yeah, I mean, like, Jamarcus Russell. Jamarcus Russell was pretty bad. You know, I, I think, still I think but that's who Eddie Lacy is getting his dieting advice from, actually. <laughs> it's Jamarcus <laughs> Russell. Russell. <laughs> yeah, or uh, Vince Wilfork. Yeah. Or too. Um, yeah, oh. I know. I, yeah, yeah, David Carr was pretty bad, too. David Carr didn't have an offensive line. I'm not coming to David Carr's rescue by any means. Um, 
a season ticket holder, as a season ticket holder for the Texans, I saw the Texans be really bad with uh, David Carr under center for a while, and um, it was not it was not pleasant. All right, Blake, you ready to get out of here? We're ready to get out of here. Well, yeah. thank you guys very much for watching. If you like our stuff, we do this every Tuesday night. We do. Um, so please subscribe to us on Periscope or Twitter at Chadcast. We also um, record these and put them out on SoundCloud and iTunes, yep. so you can follow, find us there on their podcast network. And we also do Stardom and Sit'em every Sunday morning for fantasy, the best of the fantasy world. Blake and I do a little bit of fantasy stuff every morning on Sunday before the games, so mm-hmm. follow us there. Um, and also, I'm a huge Spurs fan being here in San Antonio. And so we do a whole lot of NBA stuff. We're going to be getting Thanks, more guys. into that as the season starts to develop. Um, so anyways, thank you guys very much for watching. We really appreciate the love, and we will catch you next time. Absolutely, guys. Appreciate the support. Um, you know, catch us on Sunday. We'll be back. Talk to you guys some more. <laughs> Fuck the Spurs. <laughs> oh, guys. Go, baby. Y'all See you all Thank you.